Good afternoon. Afternoon. Stroke early evening. Yes, uh, started start raining here. Um, I only knew that because uh, Nigel Spackman, who was uh, the pundit on BT, said, uh, just started raining here. So I said, I said to wife, go get watching it. Spacker says it's raining. What I didn't a, move at all. What a guy, eh? What, one of our greatest ever managers, well, for about three months. Um, lovely hair for an oldie. Um I think he's been down Tyndall's Beauty Salon, hasn't he? He had a bit of a sweep going on, didn't he? And, uh, he's looking very smart, but he did help me because I didn't realise it was raining. And yeah, weatherman now. He's got it all, hasn't he? He's got it all, that man. Uh, that's it then. We, we're done. Finished. Not the, not the Tufty Club. Okay. We, we'll never stop. <laughs> never. Listen to, the, listen to the cheers from the nation. <laughs> yeah. No, I, final I game know. though, final game of the season, final post-match reaction of 2021. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Well, probably ever like like this really because we started doing him after the you know the Villa game last whatever June July way it was, and that's been our thing, hasn't it? Meeting on Zoom and doing our snap post reactions, and uh, probably next time we'll be we'll be elsewhere, probably not as snappy and louder. Oh yeah, basically we're back to just. Cutting it ridiculously short because someone needs bog or something because we we just sunk a pint in the showroom or wherever we are. People shouting in background. Well, snap, mates, crackle, and pop actually. The snap, crackle, and pop. Yes, Steve, 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 our mate from Footy coming over and just starting a conversation with us midway through. It had it all when we were in the showroom, didn't it? And yeah, I mean, we've crept longer and longer, haven't we? Because we started doing yeah. this, and it was what like we used to do like ten minutes, didn't we? Quick, quick snap reaction, as we called it not crackle and pop and uh yeah we've basically crept and crept until we've we're basically longer than the ones where we said how do they talk for like half an hour to an hour on just one match of football and we're just taken to new heights now aren't we don't know when to shut up it's uh i, I take it you didn't go to the game <laughs> um no you was just in i didn't go to the game um you got back quick if you did <laughs> yeah. although traffic probably weren't that bad because i don't think there were many in it's been, been, it's been quite. It's, what I think what's been more annoying is not the people going on about like kind of criticizing those for going or criticizing those for not going. It's those going on about those criticizing those for going or not going. I think someone on Twitter had said it. And I think it was Dan Blaze, and it's like just make your choice and stick with it. If you want to go, go. If you don't want to go, don't go. This is this is the height of Tufty Club hypocrisy because now you're criticizing the people that were criticizing the people that were criticizing. Yeah. God, it's when well, will so it end? Blaze tweeted it, and I caught, I was nodding head. I was like, just stop going on and on about everybody trying to get different levels of like kind of uh, you know this is what you should do. No, don't tell them what they should do. They're telling them what they tell them to tell them what they should do. It's like <laughs> let people do whatever they want. If they wanted to go, that's their choice. Um, I personally didn't. You personally, that's fine. And we do, and we we mentioned this last time, didn't we? That forty quid was extortionate, but it wasn't forty quid. 40 quid? 40, 40, 40, 41, actually, because you have to pay a booking fee. Forced you to pay a, a booking fee. I hate, I hate things that do that. Like Ticketmaster and, well, you know, yeah. ticketing websites now have started having that on up front so you, you can't just, like, slag them off for ripping you off. You know up front you're getting ripped off before you get to end. But, yeah, United continue to sneak that on, don't they? And they've also made the season ticket renewals complex by removing your friends and family thing and then saying, oh, by the way, if you ring up, it's a quid that. I tell you what, money grabbing bastards. But yeah, 40, 40 quid, 40 quid. 
it's um, it is a piss take a bit, but it's not the out and out boycott level piss take, is it? I mean, we've kind of boycotted it because we're a bit tight, but we've mainly done it from a sort of a bit of a health standpoint. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, we're incredibly wealthy people from <laughs> so we've got lots of money to spend, and we would have gone if we'd have been doing better. In no, the- no, you know what I mean. From it, <laughs> the, Last, se- last season, it was 30 to 35 quid, roughly, weren't it, a single ticket. So 40 quid is a piss take, but it's not It's not the level of going down with your placards and your shoes off and that. It's So it, we're never really a major boycott. But, I've, yeah, I've, I've donated to Children's Hospital, that guy that set up that Just Giving page. Yeah, I saw that. And they gave some tickets away to Jerry, didn't they, uh, yesterday? This oh, yeah, I wonder why that was. Away. I wonder if it was because they basically sold boggle tickets. Well, they put a tweet out, didn't they, saying, last few tickets remaining, get your tickets, get your tickets. And then had a quick look on the, you know, where you see the map to the ground. It was like, they've not sold any. I think someone had said, like, this morning, it was like half the tickets left. I think there was a bit of a, an upstairs, because loads of people were, sort of people saying, oh, I just can't bother with all the faffing about. And then someone said, no, there's no faffing, just buy a ticket. Apparently they weren't even checking people's ID or tests or anything. I don't know. Some were saying they weren't, some were saying they were. So it doesn't sound, and they had photo, uh, sorry, scanning things that weren't working apparently. So what you're saying like is it was the shambles. <laughs> some have said it didn't go as smoothly as they would have lied, but then some have said it was just great to be back. And I think everybody's arguments are either going or not going. There's nobody's argument I've seen and I've like, what a moron sort of thing. Either way, it's like, yeah, yeah I can understand that. You want to go, you have to take your kids, you're having Bramall Lane for ages, football's you know, a big part of your life. You want, you want to be in Bramall Lane. Those who don't go because of health or they want to start again next season, just fresh start, you know, the money side of things. I don't have a problem with it. It's that, you know, I don't have yeah. an issue that people have got to, you've got, you've got to, like you always say, you've got to pick your sides. Whose side yeah. are you on? It's like, no, there's it's no always something like this. And I know, I know I get hammer on this for being offensive sometimes, but, it's it's the right position for this because it's a personal choice. It's like it's same as anything. If it's like oh, you like that player or that band or whatever, and I don't, I'm not going to hammer you for it. Well, I am, but it's <laughs> irregular. But, but yeah, Smiths to shit. No, they're not obviously, but uh, I, I like to play up to it because they're your favourite band. But I I don't know. It's just just hammering someone for liking something or doing something that's their personal choice that in no way affects you. Just get on with it. And it, you know, it's been, it has been awful, you know, there's been nothing to excite us. We've finished bottom. So let's talk about Eurovision. (laughs) (laughs) Well, talking about things that people hammer for your liking, I've been seeing quite a lot of that as well on Twitter and on forums and that. Just people getting arsed on about people liking Eurovision. I mean, why? Everyone knows it's a joke. Everyone knows it's not a real song contest. It's it's not real. (laughs) Well, it is. It's technically a real song contest, but it's more bent than like a Premier League owner, isn't it? It's it's just it's a popularity contest, or you know. Yeah, I, I don't take the vote. I don't really care who wins. No, it, it, it is what it is, you know. But don't take it seriously. It's an entertainment contest, probably rather than a yeah. you know, singing one. But I, I thought last night. I mean, I, I don't watch it every year, but I think. You know, last night, uh, you know, my sister was around. She said, oh, watch a bit of Eurovision. My cousin said he was watching it, and we were, like, texting back and forth. And I thought there was real diversity last night. There, there was pop, Diversity techno. weren't on it. They're, they're a dance troupe. <laughs> but they were dance. They were, and there was pop, rock, techno, bizarre. And, you know, I, I do want to go through some of Eurovision, if that's if that's all right. <laughs> uh, I know we've got a game to talk about, but um, you watched it, didn't you? I did watch it, yeah. I mean, it, we're, in, we're in a pandemic, and it's like... I will always watch. I won't always watch, but I'll, 
something that's live for me it's like a sense of belonging. It's like, it's, it's one of the reasons we go to football. You know, it's like you're there, you're sharing an experience with somebody, not in yeah. that way. I know, I know we, we've been a bit close on terraces a few times, but. Um, I bet there's a few of those acts yesterday. You won't manage yet. <laughs> well, yeah. But, um, but yeah, something live like that, I, I, like people slag off people like you strictly come dancing. And obviously we love it. It's just like that live experience, watching something that's just, just fun basically and it's a shared experience and like you say you're texting people and go you know like someone comes on that's dressed like an absolute idiot and you just straight on text and it's yeah it's a shared experience it's it's something it's just fun in it it started from 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 the i'm going to use the phrase get-go uh for me there were i mean like i said it was some aesthetically pleasing acts there was a there's a cypriot blonde girl that came on then there was an albanian sort of j-lo lookalike there was a greek girl in a purple cap suit we then had someone of a different persuasion. We had the Spanish George Michael. I don't know if oh, you remember yeah. him with the, the earring. In. I do very, remember him. Yeah, my, my auntie was very very pleased with him. <laughs> I, I was pleased with him. I have to tell you, I, I basically told my wife that she fancied him. <laughs> I, mean, I said, "You fancy him, don't you?" It's like, and it, basically saying, "And if you don't, what's wrong with you?" Was she doing the same with the Serbian three th- th- threesome? Well, basically, when that yeah, when that Serbian. She, she basically so the, the ones the three that look like various stages of Ariana Grande. I thought though it was Azerbaijan that was. Ariana. Oh, Azerbaijan, that right? Yeah, I'm getting them all mixed up. There were a lot of a lot of love like because, like you say, it started strongly with Cyprus. They always they always have a a pretty blonde basically doing it. I, I think I think that's their selection criteria. Are you pretty? Are you blonde? And then afterwards they say, "Oh, can you sing?" By the way, so yeah, it's. I- it's good. I mean, so the, there's aesthetic play, and then we had the eccentric stuff. I like the Russian woman. That um, that was the name of the song, actually. Russian woman, <laughs> <laughs> and she was in like uh, kind of a Russian sort of doll costume, didn't she? And then popped out of that to be wearing a boiler suit, like she was going to do your plumbing or something. Well, she I've seen there. a lot of films that start like that. <laughs> um, Word on Iceland. I mean, I I I did make some notes for, for that. I've made more notes on Eurovision <laughs> than I did on the game. Some just some little notes. I've just put jumpers, keyboard, daft faces, dance moves. Incredible. You know the act I mean? Incredible facials. I mean, how, how they managed to keep performing well while pulling them faces. I don't know. And the, yeah, the keyboard thing, outstanding. Well, do you know how they managed to keep performing and probably perfect it? It were pre-recorded. It was the only one that was pre-recorded. I thought a few were actually. I thought they were quite. Yeah, a they, few one that... of them had coronavirus. So they, that was the only one that didn't perform live. Apparently. Ah, I see. Um, Germany with the woman dressed as a giant middle finger, giving you the rod. <laughs> yeah, because they said they weren't allowed to do a middle finger, so they had that piece one. But I'm 100% convinced. I've not looked it bad, but I'm, it was a middle, just the middle finger up to begin with, weren't it? They pulled the other one yeah. down. Um, also, a word for Norway that had like their guy was like cross between John Lennon and Elton John, but had giant wings on. He was uh, he, was, he was the Tourette's guy, wasn't he? Yeah, they said he yeah. got Tourette's, and <laughs> I would just I, would, I know I know it's serious affliction. And yeah. I thought you were going to impress John Lennon, and imagine all the, <laughs> no, yeah. all imagine the all, nice tits. It would have been outstanding, wouldn't it? Uh, Lithuania was the the, the, the the troop dressed in yellow. The guy looked a bit like right said Fred, sort of front, fronted him up. It, yeah, were, but, but Banana Man comes come right right said Fred, yeah. And then we had some rock stuff as well. Was it Finland? Do Finland and eventual winners 
uh, Italy were a bit rock, weren't they? Well, they, it was a bit of a Freddie Mercury lookalike. Um, and they beat France, whose act seemed to be a bit of a Kate Bush wannabe as well. So there were lots of like people pretending to look so. But then what? Uh, what's his face? Flo Rida just turned up supporting San Marino. Did he? <laughs> like how bizarre. Yeah, Flo Rida. Because I, uh, I, I must have been like not paying attention at that point. Yeah, for the the real flood, not like he's some, but he's fairly well known, isn't he? Like, he is, yeah. yeah. They did, they did. I mean, it's like us having, I don't know, Stormzy or something, isn't it? Like turning. Yeah, up yeah. Maybe we needed it. What What did you think of? Uh, I forgot. Somebody Newman, James Newman. James know, Newman, I think. Yeah. What did What do we think of it? Paul Newman. Um, yeah, I prefer Paul Newman. Actually, he makes a good sauce. And <laughs> um, he was rubbish, weren't he? As it, yeah. just. Rubbish. I mean, there's, there's nothing else for it. It was poor song. The thing is, though, they know they're not. There's, there's, they know they're, there's no point because, as we said, it's a, yeah, yeah. a popularity come political contest when it comes. But then down they might as well it. go up like outlandish and do something like you know uh, Iceland did or Germany. Do something a bit out there. It's going to well. Have you heard Bill Bailey's just... chucked his hat in the ring? Has he? Oh, he oh, says he wants good. to do 2020. That'd be outstanding, wouldn't it? Yeah. But now uh, it was very, very united. You know, poor performance. I said, Corey, they had like these massive trumpets just hanging down from the city. It was just bizarre. So, uh, well, you texted yeah. straight away, didn't you? That UK blades is going to be bottom of table by a long way. But at least we got points. Yeah, yeah, we got we got a few points, sort of thing. But I did enjoy it last time. I mean, when it gets a vote, it takes way too long. And then Amanda Holden came on was embarrassing, like almost racist. It was just like, oh, like she was like doing impression. It's like, why is she up? She's an idiot, that's why. I'd rather Les Dennis. <laughs> Les Dennis and his Les Dennis Shimpad. Points for the UK, our survey said. Uh, it's the only podcast where Les Dennis gets a mention. Les Dennis, Ghostbusters, and Les- Cobra Kai. I don't, I don't know why Les days. Dennis keeps getting a mention, but... I don't know. It's mainly me as well. <laughs> Obsessed by him. Uh, but... Um, yeah, I did enjoy that last night. It was it was uh, good fun, good clean fun, good clean apart fun. The, yeah, apart it, from the women not wearing much, they weren't. I was still it was still in the realms of clean. Yeah, I think you'll you'll find. I think it's. Uh, I mean, some of the positions that the last from Cyprus were getting herself into wasn't clean, but that's only if you've got a certain persuasion of the mind. You know what she was doing was perfectly. Okay, it's just. Uh, you mean you're a, you mean you're a dirty bastard? No, I may. I'm just mean that some people may be. So yeah, that was that was Eurovision. Um, so we if we should we should hashtag Eurovision see if we get some extra <laughs> extra listeners after that in depth discussion on it. Um, I do think uh, Graham Norton does a good job actually as well. He's no Wogan, no, but he's he's the next he's, best he's, thing, isn't he? Grown into it, definitely grown into into. I bet he has <laughs> some of those acts. Yeah. Um, we should, um, it would be remiss of us not to give a tribute to uh, Len Badger, one of your dad and my dad's favourite players uh, growing up. Yeah, um, well, my dad's always said it, that he's basically the best English player never to get a cap, full England cap. Mm. Um, he then sometimes says that about Alan Woodward as well, but um, no, he's, he, yeah, he, he's basically said he's the, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much the best you know, right back we've ever had. Um, I think he was quite an attacking right back as well in the days when they only had pretty much two at the back. I think he used to join them on attacks, didn't he? And he, he basically invented that um, bash him overlap, I think. Um, but yeah, apparently really nice bloke. And yeah, one of my dad's favourite players. Um, he was gutted. And then he was absolutely raging that Calendar and Luke North basically said nothing about it. 
like such a like massive so servant to, to a, a local club. Yeah, but you know, pretty I think it says it all about that that early seventies team that you know your dad, my dad, my uncle, you know, all our relatives. You know, you almost know that team. I know obviously Hodgkin was a keeper in the sixties, but. Um, so either Hodgkinson or Hope took over. You know it, don't you? Badgley. Badger, Hemsley. Badgley. I've made a name up. Badger, Hemsley, Calhoun, Flynn, Hockey, Curry, Reese, um, Scullion. I want to say Scullion. Uh, and then obviously up front was Dearden and, well, Dearden and who have I missed? Woodward, you've, you've really. Missed, well, you've missed all sorts out, haven't you? you <laughs> no, you, but you, you there missed... was a team. Mick Jones was before. Mick, I'm going to say Mick I Jones. I mean, that team in the early 70s, I'm, I'm talking about specifically. Yeah, I mean, if I were going to pick, I think the, my dad's amalgamating them all. He, the, he, he picks, Cheating, when he's, basically. he basically picks the best players from that. He'd, he'd have picked Mick Jones at centre forward. Oh, yeah, yeah. My dad would have picked Mick Jones and Hodgkinson and Joe Shaw. But, but yeah. I'm just talking about that early 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's eight or nine in there. I've probably got it a bit mixed up, but there's eight or nine that are like kind of, that's known as the team. So after, after saying that you, you can name it, you didn't name it. <laughs> you were you were okay. close. You were close. Yeah. Yeah. But but would you like would old people like in like let's say in I don't know what we let's go in fifty years would people be able to name uh, the team that, that got they won't be gushing about um, sort of Ben Osborne will they in there? No. no, I mean the team that went up they might like Duffy Norwood Fleck Egan Basham and oh god they might they might yeah maybe. We're, we're a bit ones that will be saying it were a great team, that, and then and then like our kids and grandkids will be going, yeah, but it was shit. They got relegated season after, and we're like bottom, and we'll just have, we'll have no comeback to that. Absolutely yeah. no comeback. But yeah, but you can just pull it out. Like my dad always says, yeah, but they were they were better than this team. I mean, there's no comeback <laughs> because you can't. You were no there, were you? Yeah. Because <laughs> you like say, well, they, they finished in a like same position or lower. Yeah, but they were just better. That, that's yeah, the end yeah, that's of it. it. End, end of discussion. Didn't have Woodward or Curry. All right, fair enough. So yeah, so we had fans back. Um, didn't didn't seem. I don't know what was there an official figure given or? Can you ever trust it? I know it's <laughs> it's a completely new regime compared to the past. But I mean, they used to just make it up, didn't they? So they're going to make it up again. Yeah. They're probably going to say it was a lot, a lot of ch- lot of chance for uh, creative uh, uh, work today, isn't there with the figures? Well, yeah, because they weren't even. I don't know if you. I don't know the rules ins and outs of it. If you were supposed to sit spaced apart, but no one was, were they? They were all yeah. like little bunches and stuff. So you couldn't, it's not even like you could even just glance at it and say, oh, it's not sold out because people could have moved or it's not sold many. So they'll just make it up. A bit, a bit of chat, obviously, the grease chip, but your song, and then at the end, they were a bit of, so they were a bit, a bit of singing, which was nice, nice to hear. But it must be hard to get an atmosphere amongst like two and a half thousand people spread yeah. out around the 30,000 crowd. <laughs> Why did some choose to sit in the lower tier of the like, the away end of it. Is it only because they, they probably never sat there before? I want to sit in that stand. I've never been because it's like, why would you? Because there were seats obviously available all over the like apart from the south stand. You could have gone in John Street, middle of the car, upper tier. Completists, yeah. like you say, completed it, mate. They've, they've sat everywhere <laughs> now. <laughs> completed Bramble Lane, mate. <laughs> uh, I've never sat in that bit actually. For a, seat, for a few seasons, we did have it, didn't we? It was like, it was the same upper as upper tier. tier. Not we... lower tier. Oh, yeah, no, the fan, no, yeah, did. yeah, United fans had it, yeah. yeah. They, they swapped it around. They kept swapping upper tier and lower tier for home and away fans for a, a few seasons, didn't they? Mm. So he picked pretty much the same team. Baldock came for Bogle, but it was kind of all the, the, the mainstays, really. And I don't know, the game seemed to be quicker and have more tempo than 
than other games. But it probably didn't. It just seemed that way because there was a bit of roaring and, and a few few bits of noise when teams attacked. I don't know what you thought. No, I I, I think it did, to be honest. I think, um, yeah, it, well, McManaman said it. One of his inane comments, higher tempo. I don't know. I'd... I, I, did, I didn't even attempt Scouse accent then, did I? But, and he were right. I think it was just that bit quicker and were more at it. And so were they. They were just, it just seemed a bit faster to me. It was good that the final game on BT, and obviously we're not going to be on TV as much next season in the lower level. They, they, they thought they'll give us one of the shit analysts, McManaman, to finish, finish us off. So, and he were more bothered about other games. Just kept going on about other games all the time. Liverpool have scored. Uh, oh, Leicester scored. <laughs> to be honest, who, which neutrals would have watched that game today? Well, exactly. So, yeah. Why is he telling us the scores? Because the people are watching it are going to be United or Burnley fans. We don't care. Yeah, we're the bottom of the league. Zero neutrals. And EA were pissing up. They were constantly pretending to get excited about stuff that just wasn't exciting. He called Hecking Bob Hecking Job at one bit. He said, luckily he didn't finish the sentence. He didn't finish the sentence. He went, oh, I wonder if Hecking Job will be looking to take the... And obviously, if we're going to spoonerise it fully, we're going to say take take the bottom. And like, luckily, he stopped short of finishing the sentence. Um, he, he said, did he had a 35-year-old shot? Which, <laughs> I know there weren't much power on it, but it didn't take that long to get to goal. He said, Eckingbottom won't want to go back to under-23s. Now he's had a taste of management. Well, he's had the taste of management before, and then he went back to under-23s. It's an absolute moron. I was just getting really, really... But then he called Basham, Bashenbauer. So I, I no, because only it. because commentator told me about first half. Yeah. And he, so he just repeated what he'd said. It worked like something he researched. It, I, I still let him off hook, though. That's how easy I am to get around. But, um, yeah, I mean, they, they'd started... Better than us for a few minutes. McNeil had a sort of shot saved, but then we sort of grew into it. Osborne in that role was sort of getting in on the ball. McGoldrick obviously always looking for it, uh, and Stevens and Baldock were, were quite well forward. Really, they they, they pushed up the field, um, and then yeah, I think we sort of took over, and then we scored about 23, 20, 24 minutes. Yeah, yeah, we got. I mean, it was decent start, full stop, weren't it? Egan welcomed the fans back by absolutely twatting it into cop in someone's face. <laughs> it's that like first sure, five right, or ten yeah. minutes. Um, and yeah, you're right. We're we're getting we're getting down wings and we're looking pretty good. And then yeah, just the goal was just yeah, very well, it nice. Was a classic McGoldrick, weren't it? That he's done a, a few times this season where he just comes inside Jinx. And I was saying, just have a shot. No one else is going to score. Shoot, shoot, and then obviously put a shot. Good, good shot. Really good goal uh, in terms of you know sort of bending away a bit like that Arsenal goal actually the yeah. one player at goal of the season that's how bad our <laughs> like kind of um, I do think the goalie uh, Norris uh, should have perhaps <laughs> done done a bit better on that um, I'm not I, I was going to attempt a, a, a Norris impression I should, should should have saved that shot I was oh, messing the, with the lemon bonbons <laughs> oh Rita I can't I can't I can't get my hands on that Rita. Uh, this is, see, this is, this is why we're missing Andy because he can do he a does really a good, good Norris. He does, he does. A good Norris impression. Oh yeah, Andy's not here, by the way. And Norris, Norris. <laughs> More chance of Norris turning up, but uh, yeah, he, he should have he should have saved that. He was quite slow, or certainly got somewhere near it. it just like really slow. He even got in corner, did it? No, it were and it were he bounced in front of him with decent enough fight. You just had to get down to it, didn't you? But um, it. I mean, fair play. It was it was quite near corner, a decent shot, better than we've been doing. He had a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've not been shooting a lot of games, and we've certainly not been getting them on target. And I think I think we improved that quite a bit today, didn't we? We just had a few more 
efforts and got ball into yeah, anymore. And, and so they had a couple of, but didn't really, didn't really threaten that. Ramsdale, I thought today were a bit dodgy actually on high balls. They were, yeah. they were putting men on him and ref weren't giving him both ways. And he was just a bit, I don't know, he just weren't quite get getting to him. And they had, they had a couple of moments, obviously, we'll come on to the one right at the end. But then we had the next you know, really good chance when Basham sort of jinked inside, worked an opening and sort of smashed his shot against post. And it's a shame that, because he's obviously never going to score a Premier League goal. Now. <laughs> no, he's, no. He's in, is he? That's it. No. He's not going to play the Premier League again. And that that's harsh and sounds a bit morbid. But for 33, he's, 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 he's in. He's, <laughs> so pretty nice. Is that it? Well, yeah, yeah. But then <laughs> at the other end, he, he then obviously got uh, got got involved in uh, a, a collision when sort of Ramsdale went punch it, and I think punched him in the face. And we've seen this uh, uh, of, of Bashing before. I think was it Palace last season when he went off, and and it were a bit like sort of stars in their eyes. Where I, I've got this vision of like Matthew Kelly, and he sort of came off, and he's like, "Chris, who who are you going to be tonight?" And I'm not going to enjoy the action, but he sort of came off tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be Tupac Shakur. <laughs> <laughs> he came, <laughs> or to give him his real name, Lassane Parish Crooks. Oh, that's a good stat for you. Anyone that's doing a pub quiz, now we're back, allowed back in them. That's Tupac's real name. Lasane, Paris Crooks. But yeah, came back on tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be Tupac Shaker. <laughs> du, du, du. The smoke came up and he came came back on. <laughs> Thinking changes. <laughs> yeah, but he wears that that stupid wrap around his head well, doesn't he? He's done it a couple of times, like saying he was loving it, weren't he? Because everyone was obviously taking piss out of him and he's just giggling his way back onto pitch. And it's then a... they applied like this other bit on it in the second half, like a plaster thing over the top of it, like a pink. Well, it's like because it's because where they've done the wrapping, it ends up like a bit of a wrapping. Like bit... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine he's got good delivery bash. I mean, is uh, is is uh, yeah, he's, he's certainly not all, quite... all eyes on him. Oof, oh, I can't get on. any other two packs on because it, it was all eyes on me actually. But, uh, uh, and then they. they they rewrapped him again, didn't they? So it like almost like Humpty Dumpty. They kept like putting more around him second half. Yeah, we like had blood dripping out of it. Miss, yeah, like exactly. Fighting like, in like LA or something. He like Mr. Bump, fully bandaged up, <laughs> but it was like you say, he's still bleeding. It's like what are they playing at? They've, they've had three goes at him plus all half-time <laughs> interval by this time as well, and it was still just pouring out. Yeah. <laughs> so head injuries yeah, are hard to stop. Pic- good picture that though. Like I say, it was like he was took. Cribs and Bloods, is it, in South LA? So I can't yeah, imagine Bash yeah. being involved in that sort of thing. No. Well, he's, uh, yeah, he's not going to be... He's got his, uh, his little uh, sort of e-cig, hasn't he? Yeah, he can't yeah, see him swapping yeah. it for a crack pipe. <laughs> blowing, it, blowing his train impression down the... Uh, <laughs> down the what? And, down uh, Compton. Compton. Yeah. <laughs> South Central. But, yeah, but not not a lot happened after that. But they had a bit of stuff. He, he only played three. Going back to the ref last week, who didn't play enough stoppage time. He was down for about three or four minutes, and he played three minutes stoppage time at the end of the first half. Didn't bother with any other stuff because oh, just get him in, get him off. Um, yeah, don't I don't blame him to be honest. It's total dead rubber. Just he just couldn't be asked, could he? Uh, second half, they put Vidran, who you know looked looked like he could could do a little bit. Now McNeil. Good player, you know, jinked inside, he got Basham booked, he had a few moments, and then they just took him off. He was like looking their best player, and then he just took him off. Oh, thanks for that. They're the only <laughs> player looks like doing anything for them. Um, did you think the Osborne one was handballed? Well, uh, it's one of them, it, should, it kind of should have been, because he put his arm out like an absolute he idiot. He moved his arm, he didn't. 
movies. But then he realised, didn't he? So he pulled it back in as quick as he could. And it, it were kind of going towards his body anyway. So, yeah, I think I think we kind of got away with it. I've seen them given. Yeah. And, yeah. and you couldn't I think complain. his hand was out. It wasn't at the side of his body in a natural position. I just thought, they're going to give this because he's moved his hand. So if they'd given that, I can't really complain. I can't say, oh, no, I, mean, I think what saved him is he really he realised basically that it would be an absolute div and he sort of pulled it back and that's it, it sort of hit him when it was near his body anyway. So I think that he, he, he was lucky, basically got away with it. Yeah, Jebison, you know, weren't really in the game, which we did, did well with a, a one run and found Fleck, who just didn't want to shoot, just kept... Takes oh, so long, I mean, Fleck, to do things all game, not just that one. Like, why does he take so long to just do something? You need to get it out of your feet and move it on, shoot, pass. But he just slows things down. And then you've got Norwood going to the ground all the time, whether he's tackling or passing. It's like, stay on your feet. He's got two, he's got two modes at the minute, Fleck. Really ponderous, taking forever, like you say, or full on hot potato. He gets it and just kicks it anywhere, like he just do not want it. Um, and I mean, Norwood's similar. That he, he slows it down or he does a hot potato, but he does hot potato with more style. It's like an angled, arced hot potato to nobody as opposed to just booting it down the line like Fleck. And it's, it's it, it was disappointing that because he did really well there, Jebison. He's not, like you said, he'd not really managed to get not in game in much. Game, I don't think it was really a fault of his. I, I no. just don't think it was that kind of game. And we were putting a lot of crosses in first half as well. And we're not exactly a team renowned for heading, heading ability, well, throughout the team, never mind up front. Yeah. It just it just weren't the right game for him, but yeah, that run was brilliant. I mean, sort of won it himself, come in, and then he should have just shot himself because he's wasted it by passing it to Fleck, didn't he? Yeah, I, I thought I thought Norwood gave the ball away again quite a few times. He was like one of their main threats, just like stupid balls, just to set him away. So it's like, why have you done that? It's like, no pressure at all. Uh, I thought Stevens had a bit better game today. I thought he, he second half he put a couple of decent, he put one bad cross, but he put a couple of all right crosses in. And I, I thought him, I thought he was well forward and he was quite deep in their half. So we had like an extra body. So we actually had an extra attacker rather than just having one striker and McGoldrick and Osborne drifting off. And Bash got forward second half, so we we just looked a bit more like you know like ourselves in terms of attacking threat when we had the ball. It looked to me a lot like sort of January, February last year when, because everyone says, oh, we dropped off because there were no fans in and the restart and all that. I genuinely think we sort of dropped off a bit in January, February last year. And um, it looked like one of those performances where we were we were still probably fairly comfortable and the better team, but we weren't as good as we'd been earlier on in that season, you know, sweeping teams aside and, and doing some good stuff. You know, like the Norwich game, you know, you know, the one before lockdown, and then there were a couple of games before where we sort of, we squeaked the result and we deserved it, but we weren't outstanding. Um, and it was like one of them. You know, we were sort of almost like getting back. There were pockets of it yeah, being yeah. the really good stuff, but, yeah, decent. But they didn't really have, I mean, all right, we did have loads, McGoldrick had a few other half chances, and we made a few poor decisions when we got the last third. I thought we could have maybe got better chances to finish the game but they had a few eyeballs like I said Ramsdale weren't totally convincing today um, but then I can't remember any clear chances at all then until that late one when uh, I think Wood won the header and Ramsdale didn't quite I think Ramsdale was right actually he wasn't quite brave enough to get there and uh, Robinson who I thought was outstanding today I thought he had a, to, to be fair out of the three games he's been back he were okay last week he made a mistake on the goal but the, the other two games um the one at Everton and today, I think he's been really good. I'm not saying, you know, he's, you know he'll play or start next season. You know, he'll still be a backup, I'm, I'm sure. But um, I thought he had a really good game today. He's probably my, I'm jumping ahead, I'd say he's probably 
our best player for me, just ahead of my goal. I thought he made several really good interceptions. Yeah, he was he were good defensively. And he got forward a fair bit as well, because you were saying we're good down the left today, which we were. Um, and some of that were down to him. I think sort of midway, midway through second half, uh, he, he got forward a couple of times and he put a really good cross into Jebison, who just missed it and we got a corner. So we were good going forward as well. Mm. And yeah, he made some really good blocks, really good interventions. And yeah, saved saved a couple of points there, didn't he? Really, yeah. Being where he was, so I, I would say he was he was my man of the match, just ahead of McGoldrick. But Osborne had a decent game; was really lively and uh, always showing for the ball. Uh, not everything came off again, but always showed the ball. I thought, yeah, I don't think it was anyone that was awful. I thought the two midfielders were a bit up and down, um, a couple of dodgy moments from defenders at times, and, and some really cynical fouls again, like Boldock, Fleck. Need to bash him. Just like, just run with your man. Just chopping him down. It's like I just don't like. I don't like to see my team just being really dirty. I think the problem is, and I think we've touched on this before, that at the minute everyone else is just fitter, quicker. faster, yeah. and quick and more powerful than us. We just our players at the minute are just sort of physically worse than them. Mm. So once we've once we've lost that sort of yard to him, we're never getting it back in most cases. So although we said that Brewster came on and um he did exactly right that. Today. He gave he, he gave okay someone today. a yard and he got he got back on to I can't remember who it was, got back in, got his foot in, won the ball and, and sort of used it pretty well. And he, he did all yeah, right he did today okay when he came today. on. He had a, yeah he had a shot saved, he got a cross in, won a free kick, the corner. Anyway, amazing stuff, but it's better than what we have seen off him, which has been almost nothing. Um, so, but he's playing for his shirt now, isn't he? I mean, Hegging uh, Boss uh, said uh, <laughs> that um, at the end, he said, McGoldrick's started every game for me. It's him and one other. And, you know, he's made a claim for the shirt. And you'd think even starting next season, it'll be McGoldrick and, and one other. So, I, I still think Jebison possibly might go out on loan somewhere. I, I don't know. I don't know whether he'll be, you know, you know, right on the first team every week. You'd, you'd think the players that haven't quite done it this year, like McBurney and Brewster and even Sharp a bit, might be the ones that are kind of battling alongside him. I, I, I'm not sure who's saying Burke will be here next season. If, if they can find a taker for Burke, a track and field outfit or <laughs> a Forrest Gump, uh, you know, re, Forrest Gump 2 remake or something. Forrest Gump 2 remake, when and where they'd made one. Yeah. Body I, I, double. We've, yeah, you, you forget that the only reason that um, Jebison's in, well, you probably don't forget. I'm, I'm just telling you what, you, what you're thinking. Um, <laughs> that, um, the only reason Jebison's in is because of all the injuries we've got. Yeah, I think I think once they're all back fit, they're obviously all fairly well-established sort of championship level or above players. They're obviously all going to be in and around the squad, even if we cut two or three of them. Well, one or two of them probably. Yeah, it's they're still not really that much of a place for him unless he's going to play in under 23s so yeah it's whether they keep playing him in under 23s or give him give him game time somewhere else because I can't see him getting much it game probably time probably needs half a season like, lower down the leagues to it sounds a bit corny but to toughen him up a bit get used to kind of pro football on a you know, week week by week but he needs games doesn't he so yeah. probably the same for Hackford probably the same for a couple of other youngsters you know Sariki Brun maybe Gordon a few of them probably do need some some you know, League League Two, or League One football over for next season. If they now, because we'll be bringing a few in, I'm sure. Certainly, hopefully, midfield. Um, so, but hopefully, one or two of them will still will still, still be. It depends depends what the new manager sees of him and pre-season, doesn't it? We'll, we'll wait and see. 
Yeah, what depends on that, like you say. We don't it's almost like know. proper analysis, this. Like, we're actually discussing uh, <laughs> football and, and, and trying to make out we know what we're talking about. Yeah, let's get back to just talking shit. Well, you, to be fair, you had like five, ten minutes on Eurovision, so... Yeah. I'll tell you what, it was nice to see uh, a carrier bag on the pitch, because uh, I've missed that. Yellow carrier bag. Yeah, I like the uh, Lith- was it Lithuanian act? <laughs> it was like dancing in the middle of the field. Well, I thought I tweeted about it actually from our Tufty Club account that it's good, you know, that's something that we, we like to see. It's like nature is healing. We're, we're getting back to normality, aren't we? With, with that, but I thought you'd be really annoyed because no, no. because uh, the ref was wearing yellow, Ramsay was wearing yellow, and the carrier bag was yellow. <laughs> so I thought, I thought I was fully expecting a text from you going. Uh, oh, it's a clash again. Well, I can't believe I refs allowed. I can't believe refs allowed this. <laughs> What's your favourite carrier bag match at Bramall Lane? Because the Man U one's uh, quite famous, isn't it? When Dean scored on opening day and Ferguson seeing Chris Packets blowing everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> remember that. I do remember that. But the thing is, I remember at the time, so I can't remember the actual match. But I can remember at the time thinking we've had far worse than that. There were one yeah. game, I think it might have been the season before, or maybe the promotion season where they were just like an assortment. They were like four or five crisp bags, a couple of carrier bags, I think even like a sack or something. And they were all like <laughs> gathered together. It, were like, it looked like an under-10s football match, you know, when it just swarms all yeah. together, they all swarm together around the ball. And I just remember just, I was mesmerised by it. It was just, it were up it, and down in front of the South Stand. Just... It's when that corner was open, though, wasn't it, before the hotel and the Bramble, there was quite obviously a big corner there because you could... I remember I used to stare out and watch the buses going down like London Road. And, uh, you, no, but you could see right out of the ground when you were at the cop, couldn't you? In that, that... Yeah, I mean, we, we've, we've played all the games, haven't we, when, when it's been a boring match. Count the churches, that was a good one. Count the churches, yeah. Uh, just stare at the pub, which was another. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you, could see, you could see two pubs, couldn't you, out at corners yeah, of ground? Yeah, cricketers at railway. Cricketers yeah. railway, yeah. So, um, yeah, just I remember that... Um, it was a good indicator, actually. You know, you remember that Southampton game? 4-1, were it? Yeah, the fog, yeah. Fog looming in and we stood on cop. And I just remember using it as a gauge, that neon red stone sign on um, on cricketers, just seeing how, how well I could see that as fog were descending, thinking they're going to bloody abandon this. You know, because we've not won, obviously, many games that season. Like, oh, here we go. So, yeah, it's uh, basically they, they missed a trick by making our ground better. I miss I miss the things you could do um, when the game were crap. Well, yeah, that's that's it. Finished. I hope the fans that went did enjoy it, and I seriously do mean that. I'm not, you know, I was weren't one of those like oh, I hope it's shit, I hope it pisses it down. <laughs> you know, I, I hope they've had a really good time. I hope they've enjoyed it. I hope they've enjoyed seeing a goal, winning feeling, come out, you know, and 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 being good for them to be back at Bramall Lane. Uh, hopefully, you know, we'll be. We'll be back in August. Uh, fixtures are out, I think, towards the end of June, about five, six weeks. Uh, trip to the Blackpool or Lincoln on the cards if they let away fans back, which would be nice as well. Yeah, I mean, Lincoln for me is the one I'd prefer. We've yeah, been to Blackpool, haven't we, for one thing. Um, and I just, yeah, Lincoln's a really nice city, actually. Yeah, um, nice. Blackpool's not, let's yeah. be honest. Um <laughs> And yeah, I'd yeah, I'd look forward to that. I'd look forward to quite a few away games actually. It's it's good to get back amongst it, amongst those uh, usual away trips. Uh, hopefully they'll still allow, but whether we, you know, with our points, whether we, they may not have. Man, if they're going to let away fans go, I don't know. But if they're doing the same with home fans away for them to start next year, say it's fifty percent or seventy five percent initially, then we're not going to get 
It's only going to be like some of the ones with big allocations where we can be able to go, isn't it? Yeah, I think, well, we're just going to have to play it by here, aren't we? There might not be away allocations at all, or they might end up yeah, scaling might, it back. Even. It's just going to be all based on government guidelines at any given time. I mean, you'd hope now people getting vaccinated um, and obviously just it being through summer months into it, you'd hope it's going to die down a bit and we're going to mm. we're going to get, you know, like a good run at it and it's not going to be back into local lockdowns and all that sort of shit. So, yeah, with any luck, we'll be in, in some form. Yeah. And hopefully Fleck, Mode and Stevens get their jabs and come, yeah. come back. <laughs> well, no, their problem is they've got long COVID, haven't they? They need to find some sort of treatment for that. Although, Stevens today, I have to say, I, I thought, he, like I thought he played well today. Yeah, he did play quite well today. I don't think there was anyone that said the midfield still up and down, but I thought it was... A, it, was a, it wasn't the most exciting of games. It, you know, it was... We, we did. I think we did enough to win. I think we deserved to win just about. They obviously were missing a few key players. I think you know, for key players, they might not have scored that goal, and they were missing me and a couple of others. But no, it's it's frustrating because they were missing you. Did you say that? Me, not me. <laughs> you. Uh, yeah. But um, it is frustrating though because we're going about the margin stuff things, but. Like we should have had seven or eight more games like that this season, and easily could have done. Like early on in the season, it could have been four or five games where we could have won games like one nothing, the Leeds game, a few other games, but we didn't. Yeah, it's a funny one because I've, <laughs> I've I've been pretty much. It's nothing to do with fans. I've not said it's nothing to do. I've said it's it's been a part of it, and I think teams such as us and then people that have got traditionally. Big intimidating backings like Liverpool, you know, even when they're Everton quiet, it's still an intimidating Everton's place. Home records not good, aren't yeah, they? it's like certain teams that have got traditionally an intimidating home ground. I've, I've genuinely struggled. Would we have stayed up if fans were in? I don't know. I think it we'd have had more up. points. We'd had more points. I think if fans would be definitely, there, definitely. And I, I don't know. It still boils down to if if the players need me in to be going. You're a good player, Ender. Go do something good. To be able to, they put... didn't need you in because you didn't go. So well, not me you. personally. <laughs> I, I, I told someone to say that on my behalf. Where's Webster's coming down that left wing on that <laughs> south stand? For... He's not. He's, he's not come back. He's not back. I, I can't put in a decent cross if Webster's not there. Tell him I'm a great player. But um, yeah, if uh, it still comes down to that, doesn't it? That for whatever reason. I know some of it's you're intimidating the opposition to make mistakes and play a little bit worse. But a lot of it is also if they need someone else to G them up, it's it's mental weakness almost in it, and that's and that's why I was saying earlier in the week actually that our two best players of the season are the two that have stro- shown the strongest mental strength. I think uh, McGoldrick and Ramsdale, because you know to, Ramsdale to come back from what he did shows pretty good mental strength, and obviously Didzy is just a sort of model pro that's had to put up with a lot, you know, and a lot of obvious racism and stuff like that. And it's yeah, they're the two that can properly hold their head up high for the full season and yeah the rest need to get a grip but um, they've, they've shown today they're not you know they, they, they've still got it in them apart they're not from... total incompetence yeah <laughs> yeah still a lot of, lot of work to be done and uh, like by at the end they asked him uh, what you know about they were trying to like say would you be interested again they were like kind of prize him into coming like coming out with a and he, he was just, I know what my my role is. I thought, well, you don't. Because a new manager could come in and say, I want a new under-23 manager as well. But um, he seems to suggest that he knows he's not going to be considered. He's, a, um, he's 
he's, he's gone into full-on puppet mode, hasn't he? He's just saying what he's supposed to say. In fact, he does look a bit like Captain Scarlet, doesn't he? Mm. So he is, he's definitely definite a puppet. Indestructible <laughs> but, Captain Hecking job. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Sure. How long are they going to wait? I mean, if let's say they don't name it this week, are they going to just wait till like day before preseason training or something, or just turn up? But... They're going to wait until the day after I renew my season ticket, and they're going to announce. Now you've it. only got two days. I've got longer than that. It's about six, I think. It's about it's, it's about five or six. My dad's I'm renewed sure they put it. A I tweet talk... out four, four days. They put a tweet out of the day. Oh, fact, I think fine. you've missed out. <laughs> No, I've definitely not because I went on earlier to half do it and then I gave up halfway through. But because I was talking to my dad through it basically because they've unlinked us all, aren't they? So I can't buy my dad's yeah. ticket. Um, so I, had to, I phoned him, I FaceTimed him and talked him through it. And while I was talking through it, I was going through mine, but then I didn't actually do mine. I didn't have my credit card with me. Once you've done it, let me know and I'll I'll, I'll link you back in. Not not LinkedIn, I'll, link, I'll just link <laughs> you back in so we can buy your tickets for hopefully. Steal each other's loyalty points again. Yeah. No worries. No, but um, so that's it for the end of season uh, sort of pods. But I am gonna, we are gonna do a um, sort of se- a kind of season review. We've said Andy's gonna, he's, he said he's definitely gonna turn up next week. So we'll probably give it a week. Let our, well, not that we need a week to think about how shit we've been. Or <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll, we'll have a mind. week of reflection, and then we'll come back. I mean, I'm doing my end of season score report. Where I'll put all the grades on. I'm quite happy to give those out. Uh, if we do go through players individually, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll come back with a few different awards and um, we'll try and keep it as much uh, away from United and football as we can because it sounds a bit boring just an end of season review talking about players and who's played well. Well, you can never second guess what worse, we're going to talk about anyway. We we well, don't that's know. What do I mean, we? we need to veer off on a tangent to talk about some other. We don't. It's not. Fine. We can't try and do it because we never tried to. We, we we started this as a football podcast and it just ended up that we end up talking about other stuff. Um, so yeah, we're not going to plan what we're going to talk about like we never do. But I think what we will do, we'll look at our preseason predictions. I, I, oh yeah. I uploaded the the part one when we did it in September. And it was private. I've made it public this week. So if anyone's really bored, you know, you'd have to be. I know, I know, Mr. Beden at the end of the last one called you all um, sad, and you need to look at your lives for listening to this. Um, but if you if you're feeling that your life's gone even further down the drain, and you, you want to listen further, great opportunity for you to waste <laughs> another half an hour where we did a, a pre-season preview that we didn't even finish because Andy just suddenly went, oh, "I've got to go now, lads." And we didn't even say where we we're going to finish or anything. The table, but we kind of gave an overview of what we thought would happen. Well, uh, and then we we forgot to put it out. We did we a did, preview. Well, we forgot to put it out. We saw we we did it, and we thought we thought we might come back to it even after a couple of games at season, but we never did, did we? So yeah, I've I've made that public this week. Uh, yesterday, I think it was. So that's available to listen to. We've also got our notes, and I'm just going to have to believe that yours isn't made up, and mine's yeah. not made up, and it's got some. So, well, well maybe, couple... we can, maybe we could talk about those at the end of season. I bit. think we'll do on that end of season sure. one, that we'll talk about how far out we were with those predictions that we actually mm. put on the pod and then the ones that were left in our notes. You made us fill in some notes, remember? You did like a sheet yeah, and everything about what we had to yeah. fill in. Yeah. I bet Andy didn't do that, but that's why he left. Yeah. He realised he was unprepared. <laughs> but yeah, we'll go through that. We'll, how wrong we were with our predictions, talk through season and probably end up on a million tangents, talk about Les Dennis and do some bad impressions. I hope so. 
Yeah, it'd be good. And then we'll, we may do some specials over the summer. So let us know what you... I know a few people have come to some ideas. And we've also got to consider whether we, we do change change our name or whether we, we keep it. I, I think I'm in favour of keeping it for, for now, but whether we, we look at something uh, different as we move forward. The managerial point, maybe we just change it every time we change the manager. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't bode well, though, does it? Because we're entering that period. We've, we've yeah. had a good period. With the good, we have the good three or four years, don't we? And then we have a bad decade. And we're entering that bad decade now where we, you know, at times through that bad period, we change the manager like three times in a year, don't we? So 12 years out of the top division. Now we will, we'll, so if we have 12 years out, like we've done the last two occasions, we'll probably get through about six or seven managers in that time. At least, so. yeah. A couple of caretakers as well. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to the, uh, the Joe Royal Club. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, could be getting Spatman back in. I hope so. He looked look fantastic, and he's and he's kept my washing dry. <laughs> right, we'll see. You, we'll see. You. Probably next weekend. I think we're gonna we're gonna. Well, depending on whether Andy can be bothered to join us, but we'll try and get something together. But uh, on behalf of everyone, thank you so much for listening to us throughout this uh, wonderful season. Uh, it's been a pleasure to do voice our opinions on all things, uh, not about Sheffield United. Yeah, um, and we do hope you continue to waste your life with us. Good night. Thanks.